Voice for Exit is reaching into its vault to share a terrific interview with you. Voice for Exit is a show for business owners who want to achieve a successful future exit based on their own terms. Your business exit will likely be the biggest financial transaction of your life, and for most, you'll have one shot at doing it right. The topic and guests we feature and the stories they share will provide valuable ideas and strategies to improve operations and grow enterprise value so you can achieve the best possible exit outcome. Now here's your host, Julie Keys. Welcome everyone to Poised for Exit, the podcast show for business owners. We're thrilled to be able to deliver relevant, timely content to you, our business owner audience. Each week, you'll hear from a range of professionals and entrepreneurs in various fields of expertise who will share stories and solutions for you to learn from and apply to your business and your life. Today, we're talking with women business owner Marnie Oaks Raleigh. She founded and grew a very successful marketing firm that has delivered a variety of marketing strategies and services for numerous privately held businesses. She's an award-winning, recognized leader in her field and in the world of women entrepreneurs. And today, we're going to talk about how to increase enterprise value with good marketing strategy. But first, we're going to take a quick break. At advisory and accounting firm Baker Tilly, we serve as value architects to help companies enhance and protect their value as they prepare to exit their business. Our team utilizes a rigorous approach to guide business owners through their transition, and we work with your other advisors to coordinate all aspects of a successful exit plan. Visit us at bakertilly.com to see how we can help. Baker Tilly, now for tomorrow. You wouldn't go deep-sea fishing without a guide, or skydive without an instructor. So don't sell your business without a broker. Now is a great time to sell a business. Many are selling at a premium. Contact a business broker at sunbeltminnesota.com or call Sunbelt Business Advisors at 612-455-0880 and get a free confidential business valuation so you'll know what your business might be worth because selling your business is the biggest financial decision you may ever make. There is a record number of buyers looking for businesses right now. It is a seller's market. You could list, sell, and get more for your business now and start the next successful chapter of your life. Call 612-455-0880 today or visit sunbeltminnesota.com. Minnesota's largest seller of companies. 612-455-0880, sunbeltminnesota.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here today with CEO of Evolve Systems, Marnie Oaks Rally. Marnie, welcome to the show. It's truly an honor to have you with us here today. As I shared my introduction, you've founded and grown a very successful marketing firm. Tell us a little bit about that journey and about your background. Oh, it has been an exciting journey, and thank you so much for the opportunity to come and learn a little bit more about your work and what you're doing for Key Strategy and the book that you've just released, Poised for Exit. And uh, being a business owner of 18 years, going on 20, it seems like, mm -hmm. it's real interesting to take a look at what the historic journey has been, but then also to be planning what the future looks like. So I think you've got some timely material there. 
and I'm looking forward to enjoying our conversation and and uh, talking about marketing and how it can uh, really affect people as they get ready to exit their business. For sure. And before we do that, tell me a little bit about you and um, Evolve Systems and how that all came to be. That is a crazy story. I am a sixth generation entrepreneur. So I grew up working for the family business. And while I was uh, growing my family, I could be found out on job sites wearing hard hats and steel toe boots and Mm. doing inspections for anything that went on the outside of a commercial construction building. And uh, during that time, my husband was employed for Control Data, and we had the opportunity to go through several merger acquisitions. And with him being in the financial vertical and the final acquisition being uh, British Telecom and giving us the glorious opportunity to move three small kids out to Wall Street, (laughs) we decided that it was time to hang our own shingle up and start our own business. And so we took the technical expertise that he had from building uh, Fortune 1000 companies and then uh, the experience that I had in business management and sales development and started to look at some different research that was available and Gartner Institute had come out and let everybody know that the next big wave was going to be e-commerce, that people are going to be buying things online. And we looked at that and saw that it was something that we were interested in because coming out of the construction industry and going through a couple different economic cycles, we really wanted to find something that was going to be stable for our work-life balance. So technology seemed to be the perfect fit. And what we didn't realize is that Minnesota was going to be a little slower to adapt, putting Mm. their credit card online. So we made our first pivot right when we started business, and that was to expand and be known as a a a technical company, but we also focused in on merchant processing. So inadvertently, Mm. we've grown Evolve Systems, which is a digital marketing agency, and then we've also grown Evolve Payment, which is a company that specializes in B2B payment transactions. And when we do work on e-commerce, those two businesses mash really nicely together. Oh, I bet they do, especially now because who writes out a check anymore? Not very many people, right? Not very many people. Mm -hmm. It's funny. We started our business before Facebook was even in existence. Wow. And you think about all the times that have changed and, you know, what our focus was back then. We had no idea that social media would even be a part of it and any of the marketing automation programs that we're able to use to help businesses grow. So it's been a really fun journey. Mm -hmm. And it's an industry that we have to definitely keep our, our learning hats on because each day the rules change and there's new things that are uh, invented and entrepreneurs are embracing different challenges with digital. Exactly. Evolving, evolve is evolving, right? We either evolve or die. Exactly. Yeah. Just like trees. I, I say that to people all the time. You're, you're like a tree. Either you grow and you grow until you die or, you know, those are your choices, right? Right. Um, so uh, marketing is such an ambiguous term. Right. There's so much to marketing. There's a huge umbrella that people stuff lots of lots of different activities under marketing. They do. In fact, I have heard the words sales and marketing used interchangeably so many times. I can't even tell you. I'm sure you have, too. And it kind of makes you chuckle, right? Because they're totally not the same thing. I mean, marketing should support sales, but many times people will use them in the same sentence and and they're different. Right. So. When I'm working, like just when I'm working with a business owner and we're talking about like a future transition, 
we're trying to get that business ready, um, we find so many times that their marketing is broken. Okay. It's kind of ad hoc. There's no plan. There's really no strategy and they can't figure out why, why isn't it effective? So a lot of times they'll just cut the marketing budget because they say it's not working. I bet you hear that a lot, right? Oh yes. Yeah. And, and then your company is brought in on the scene as the rescuer. So maybe you could just share a couple of examples of what you've seen, especially recently. Well, we are going through this pandemic, and so we've seen a huge transition in marketing. And some businesses have looked at this as it's the opportunity to completely pivot their business and go more online, understanding they're not going to be getting the foot traffic. And then we've got other clients that have understood that their business normal is no longer a sustainable normal. And so they have either decided to pivot and drop different opportunities that they looked at before. And when we see that happen, it's just, it's very, uh, it's heartbreaking to understand because it affects so many different mm. people. Right. And, you know, marketing and sales have to align with each other. Mm-hmm. And to your point that they are used interchangeably a lot of times is is just the wrong way to look at it. And when we see a healthy organization, we can tell that they've got a really great communication program set up between sales and marketing. Yes. And it's interesting that a lot of people will will have team members that they say they're doing both, but they really have to be con- considered separate. And it, just even looking at the organization chart, they have to be separate roles and they're accountable to the same goal, but mm-hmm. they have to be handled with a completely different thought process. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, there's so much around just that topic that we could spend a whole session just on that. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot there for sure. So when um, uh, day-to-day challenges, when we talk about marketing and day-to-day challenges, how can marketing counteract those operation operational challenges that businesses face, especially now uh, when, as we're talking about pivoting and shifting and, and um, you know, new business models? Absolutely. You know, you you keyed a term in your book, Poised for Exit, and it talks specifically about the five D's. Mm-hmm. And those five D's being divorce, disagreement, uh, disability, uh, disasters. And, and we see that businesses on a whole will face, face those and mm-hmm. it's how you overcome those. At least 50% of those businesses are going to face one of those. And mm-hmm. and understanding what they need to have in place to be able to survive that is really key. And I don't think that most business owners look at their marketing plan as a real strength of their organization. And when you get tossed that type of a, a COVID pandemic, in order to be able to pivot, you've got to have a strong plan to go back to because there's so many other chaotic things that you're trying to exactly. manage. Yes. And so having that solid plan that is at least three months planned out is really key because when you can have something that's on autopilot, that yes. you know that it's a proven process, that it's going to work and that it can be executed, you're able to be proactive rather than being reactive. Exactly. And nobody likes to be put in that reactive corner because guaranteed there's something that gets missed. There's something that gets lost. So when we take a look at uh, different examples of what we can provide for clients, it's putting that three-month solid plan in place, but having the architecture for that six-month plan 
We don't want to spend a lot of time that's building that out because of those changes, but having that foundation is yeah. real critical. Um, we had a client of ours that had some health issues that had come up mm-hmm. and I can remember looking back at her team and seeing how her team reacted to that. They were able to support her, which in essence kept Mm. the company Mm. very strong and focused. Mm -hmm. Well, the business owner was able to concentrate on her health. Mm -hmm. And when she was able to come back, her company hadn't suffered. Wow. And that's a huge sustainable piece. Exactly. What a good story. So many times it's the opposite of that, isn't it? It is. Mm-hmm. But they did some really good planning, and which, which allowed them to be able to support her versus you know the knee-jerk things, right? But what do we do now and the panic and mm-hmm. so much of what everybody's been experiencing these days, for sure. Uh, well, I, I find, too, that one of the mysteries that seems to befall a budget is how, to, how much to set aside for marketing, now, you know, we'll talk about rule of thumb in a second, but I think that there are a great number of companies out there who are already behind, right? They're already behind. They and if they are thinking about, like, obviously this show is called Poised for Exit, so the content of this show isn't always on exit planning, but definitely we want to be thinking about the end, right? At some point, you're going to exit either on your own terms or somebody else's. Mm-hmm. And boy, today would be a great day to start making some decisions that you know, actually exit on your own terms, right? And improve the outcome. And one of those things, of course, is to have really good dialed in marketing with metrics that we're going to get to. But I've found that so many companies, they, they, their brand messaging is disjointed. They, their website is outdated. They haven't really um, focused on any kind of SEO. And so they, they, they definitely will have to catch up so that they can get to ground zero, right? But once they've gotten caught up and they feel like, you know, things are updated and there's consistency, tell me about what a company's rule of thumb would be in terms of like um, budget, like a percentage of revenue or, or what do you recommend, um, generally speaking? It really depends on the type of company that you are. Mm. Are you a services-based business or are you manufacturing a product? And is the product that you're manufacturing for an OEM situation or is it an end user product? And Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of different variables that a business owner needs to take into consideration for that. Um, Even competitive landscapes. I mean, that really pulls into it. And understanding Mm -hmm. that if you're in a highly competitive market, those key terms or those key words that you'd be wanting to get found for Mm -hmm. organic search with that search engine optimization, if that market is saturated, you're going to have to spend a lot more money. And making sure that you've got all of your organic SEO on your website set up is is key. And you mentioned that just a second ago where Mm -hmm. you have to have that good baseline. But in order to be able to really grow, having that marketing budget set aside is real critical. And Mm. we see that industry statistics, you know, based on whether it's the product or service is anywhere from... 9 to 12 percent of what the total revenue is Mm. and those marketing plans for that that money needs to be spread through either traditional marketing and digital marketing and uh, pay-per-click and blog writing and social Mm. media and so working with a partner that can help you establish that plan is critical because 
you have to understand where your ideal audience is hanging out online. Yes. You know, your ideal audience might not be on Pinterest. It might be on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. And understanding how working with LinkedIn can then change things for your overall strategy if you're doing pay-per-click with Google. And making sure that you've got a dialed-in plan so that you're getting that ROI is so important. Mm -hmm. And looking at how businesses need to structure and understand what their 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 overall expenditure is 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 really fun because that you you claim that marketing is a big umbrella and some business owners will even claim that a golf outing is a marketing dollar. <laughs> I was going to just say how do you decide what's promotion, what's an event, what's marketing, right? Well, it, entertainment. It, exactly. And it's like you can't look at it from the standpoint of what your CPA is calling marketing. <laughs> it's really what your marketing dollars are. Yes, yes. And understand That is a really good point by the way. You're absolutely right, because they will allocate dollars on your P&L to marketing that have nothing to do with marketing. That's right. Yes. And yes. part of that is just due to the write-off. But right. you know, I think the important thing to remember is that for every dollar that you put into your marketing budget, that you will see a $10 return in revenue. And that's an mm. observable fact. I mean, those are facts that business owners need to understand. And you also have to remember that it's really not just about the money. It's about the time and the resources. And so there's that expense as well that has to get budgeted into it. You know, we've got clients that are doing Google pay-per-click campaigns. And, and what we see is that there's really an average of about a 2.45% conversion rate if it's done correctly. Mm. And so we see businesses that they say the first thing that they want to pull from their budget is their marketing budget. When, in fact, if their marketing plan is solid and it's working and it's got proven history, mm -hmm. that's the last thing you, that you should do. Exactly. You should reinvest back into that. And there's so many different tips and tricks that are continually changing mm -hmm. that a marketing plan does need to be revisited often. And yes. with clients that we work with, we, we do a six-month pulse. And if it's a larger budget, we're managing that every single month to make sure that we're giving them that ROI. Because if I were to give you a $1 bill and get a $10 bill back every single time, boy, I'd be your best friend. Isn't that the truth? Absolutely. And I think um, that leads well into my next question for you because, I mean, this is kind of a common question that I'll ask, especially when... I'm working with companies who have producers. You know, once in a while, the owners of the company will want me to work with the rainmakers, you know, the people that are actually involved in business development, sales, account management, things like that. And one of the questions that I'm going to ask them is, well, do you know what your conversion rate is? And they almost never do, right? And so when we're talking about tracking and we're talking about, all right, so where's the ROI? How many leads do I get from, you know, this particular marketing strategy? And then from the leads that I get, are they good leads? If they're good leads, then I should be able to convert a certain percentage of them, right? But otherwise, if they're bad leads, it doesn't matter if you get leads or not, because none of them are going to convert or very few, right? So what, what are some of the, the um, tactics that you guys use or the recommendations that you have with your clients when, when we're talking about a problem and being able to track, not only track our, where our sales are coming from, but how to generate leads and make sure that we've got good conversion? I know that's kind of a lot in one question. Yeah, I was just going to say, where do you want me to start yeah, with you that You got 20 one? minutes. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. I 
appreciate that. Well, I think that, you know, when you, you're asking that question, you know, how is it that we're, you know, how is it that we're able to work with companies to track what their ROI is? And that really goes into what the KPIs are, those key, yes. key indicators. And mm-hmm. so that's that question that you're talking about. And having a baseline is really the first place that you need to start. And once you have that baseline of um, how many uh, followers that you have on different social media platforms mm-hmm. or how many different um, clicks that you're getting from different ads or what is the organic visits that you get from your website versus new visits and what are the return visitors. So having that type of a baseline of a measurement and then setting clear goals. So with your marketing plan, your goal is to increase sales or is your goal to increase awareness or is it to build brand recognition and brand loyalty? When you have those goals, then you can set those clear KPIs mm-hmm. that you can be using as a secure measurement. And you know, placing value on leads that come in and understanding are they qualified leads or are they just leads is really, really important. And we have that conversation with clients often because we can say there's been 20 leads that have generated. However, without having that tracking to say, is it good or is it bad, is is really key because it doesn't matter if we're spending money on something that d- is not relevant. Right. So really honing in on what those goals are and the, I, understanding the ideal audience is key. Yeah, audience is everything for sure. Um, and you, you had said something too about brand awareness and, and growing brand awareness. I think that if you're going to spend money in marketing on brand awareness, you would want to know if it's working, right? Otherwise, it's just kind of like... You're, you're just flying out in space. You're spraying, yeah. yeah, for sure. All right, so now that we know why and how marketing is supposed to work, at least an overview of it... Let's talk about the impact that it can have on a business transition. So if my company is for sale and I've acquired a buyer, how does marketing fit into that mix like during that process and then after during the integration process? It's probably two different things, but I would think that in both phases, it's super important. It's, it is extremely important. Mm-hmm. And the, the reason why is the business that is for sale is either known for the brand or it's known by the business owner's reputation. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a different way of looking at it. And so a smaller company that's for sale will not have as much value because their bottom line is still being driven by that business owner. Right. And by having that marketing plan in place, business is being generated that other team members are able to pick up that ball and run with it. And it's real important that a business owner, when they're preparing to exit, that they have that solid marketing plan in place. And the reason why is because if you're able to measure your marketing and you're using marketing automation tools, we work with tools such as SharpSpring and Mm -hmm. HubSpot. So if we're working with those quality tools, there's a predictive analysis that can happen. Yes, And it's that, that number that's a future looking goal that a business owner can say, based on the marketing plan that we've been doing, we expect so many different visitors. And based off those visitors, we expect, and our conversion rate is this. Mm-hmm. And once we have that conversion rate, our average sale is going to be X, Y, and Z. Yes. Therefore, that dollar amount gets added onto the bottom line. Mm-hmm. And so when a, a uh, 
business is being acquired, the new business owner is not just acquiring either the building or the fixtures or the inventory and the team. They're also acquiring the future revenue that's coming in. And when that solid marketing plan is in place, that adds so much value to the future owner because Mm -hmm. the risk is eliminated. Well, it's not eliminated. It's reduced. That's a better word to use. Yeah, for sure. Well, then it makes the projections that they're given a lot more real if they can prove it with with the, those kind of KPIs, for sure. Um, okay, so unfortunately, we are close to the end of the show, but I need to ask you, because there's so much that you have done and that you know about marketing and how much value, and I know because I'm a consultant myself, that um, and how much value it brings to a business, I'd like to just have you share of some action items. If you could share, like... Um, I don't know, you, you probably have a whole host of things that you can talk about here, but, but share some action items that people can use and take away. And then I know that you're going to be uh, conducting a very important webinar coming up later on this month. And so I want you to talk about that too. Oh, absolutely. And there are so many little tips and tricks. I mean, we've been in business now for 18 years, and so we've Mm -hmm. learned a lot along the way. But I'm going to share just a few quick things here. And that is uh, business owners, take an inventory of your current marketing efforts and determine what you should start keep and kill. And it's not only your marketing, but take a look at what your direct competitors are doing so Mm -hmm. that you're that you are in line with what the status quo is. And then you can work with companies to be able to elevate that so that you can get ahead of uh, what your competition is doing. Um, A second thing is to make sure that you're tracking what your marketing ROI is and that you're utilizing tools or you have processes in place that will solidify your success. So tools like this would be um, CRMs, marketing automation, uh, that you're doing enhanced SEO, Mm -hmm. and that you really are paying attention to those analytics. Yes. That Google Analytics is, it can make or break a lot of different marketing decisions. So understand what those are. Uh, make sure that Google's your best friend and just ensure that your business is up to date with all of Google's changes. I mean, it's a weekly game yeah. and you really need to stay on top because uh, top of what Google's doing, because let's face it, Google really likes itself. And when you engage with all <laughs> Good of point. Google's chips uh. and tricks, you rank organically much higher. And that's mm. revenue that you're not needing to spend on pay-per-click campaigns. Exactly. And then another great thing to do is take an audit of your brand and make sure that it is consistent against all the different platforms that are available because you have got three seconds to capture somebody's attention. Wow, three seconds. Three seconds, that's it. And if you don't have brand consistency, they're going to wonder what's going on with your brand. Or they may question whether or not you've got um, a solid plan in place and that the company itself is sustainable. So we are hosting a webinar. It's on July 30th at 10 o'clock Central Standard Time. And the title of it is called Evolve Your Business Marketing, How to Build a Strategy. Mm. And building that strategy is key because if you take that shotgun approach and you do a little here, a little there, you're trying to hit a moving target. But let's be realistic. Your ideal audience is not a moving target. Mm. And there are effective ways to communicate specifically with who you want to align yourself with that Mm. you can consider as your business partner, not just a customer or a client. Mm, Fantastic. So where can people find out uh, information on this webinar and how do they register? 
We have uh, the registration link up on our Facebook page as well as our LinkedIn, and we are Evolve Systems. And you can go to our website as well, which is evolve-systems.com. Evolve-systems.com or 651-628-4000. Marnie, it's been awesome having you on the show. Thank you so much. I hope that our listeners were taking notes because I know that the information that you shared with us today and the content that you shared is worth, it's priceless really. Marketing marketing drives sales, right? And if you don't have marketing and you don't have sales, you don't have a company. All right. So anyway, thanks again for joining us. And for our listeners, this episode is going to be available for download on the Poised for Exit website so that you can listen to it again and share it with your colleagues. Poisedforexit.com is where you can also get a copy of my book called Poised for Exit. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We really appreciate your support. Thanks again, everyone, for listening and hope you can join us again next time.